Hey, guess what? It is almost 2022 and it's going to come quicker than you think, guys. If you haven't secured your ticket to the Good Vibe Retreat in Costa Rica, the end of January and the beginning of February, now is the time. Tell your friends, tell your husband that you're out and come hang out with us in the jungle, a group of like-minded women. We're there to heal, connect, talk our shit, relax, take sexy pictures on the beach, and drink, eat good food, and be merry. And if you're not a mom, that does not matter. We want every woman to feel included and to come. This is for women. This is for women who need to put themselves first, which is every woman. So if you're not a mom, don't let that hinder you from coming. Uh, This is a, a community event where anyone can come that is wanting to grow and heal and have fun. And it's an all-inclusive experience. So we've handled all the heavy lifting. All you have to do is show up, be yourself, and be ready to open yourself up to all of the beautiful magic that Costa Rica has to offer. So make sure you go to goodmomsbadchoices.com backslash retreats or just click the link in this episode description to secure your spot today. See you soon. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday. What it do? My favorite day of the week. Why is it your favorite day of the week, Erica? Because it's the day we get to, you know, chat and sit down with the peoples and... Talk our shit. Talk our shit and, you know, do our thing. This is true. Wednesday is my favorite day, too. When I was a kid, it was because it was almost Friday, but now that I'm an adult, every day is a school day. I work every day. I do shit every day. I can't believe I'm an adult. Every day I'm like, I I still can't believe it. Dropping my kid off to school, making lunches. This shit is crazy. How does it feel to be almost mid-30s? I mean, wow, you're really just rubbing it in deep, aren't you, bitch? Uh, You know what? This is the first year that I've, like, don't, haven't really, like, planned my birthday and I don't know if it's because I'm like avoiding it a little bit but I mean I'm okay with it I've really enjoyed my 30s I think that I've been thriving in my 30s I know who I am and or I'm I'm discovering a lot more about who I am and I feel like I look better than ever I just feel empowered really you can't tell me shit did you pull a card today I did I did today's card is the queen of machetes which is the queen of swords in most decks Um, This one's really interesting because it actually, because I'm a witch and so this show is witchy, everything works in alignment. This one means the Queen of Swords is a woman, obviously, holding a sword, but she's independent, unbiased, judgment, clear boundaries, and direct communication. This episode is actually a lot about having direct communication. The Queen of Swords combines the mental clarity and intellectual power of the suit of swords with maturity and respectiveness of the queen. You have the gift of being able to use your intellect and unbiased judgment while also remaining flexible and open to receive input from our sources. As you lead from the head and not the heart, you are better able to discern situations without the influence of emotion or sentimentality. You may believe that empathy or compassion towards others will distract you from the task at hand. Instead, you prefer to know the how, what, why, where, when, and who of everything to help you make sense of your environment and better understand others. It is not that you do not care about others, but you connect with other people through an intellectual understanding rather than an emotional one. The Queen of Swords notes that you are a truth seeker. 
You're open to hearing the thoughts and opinions of others, but ultimately you filter the at information to decipher what is true and what is not. When interacting with others, you will not tolerate mistruths or excessive fluff. You prefer to get the heart of the matter without engaging in too much chit chat or gossip. I love this one because I feel like bitches, me being bitches, <laughs> we do this, right? Like, oh, they're so nice. Oh, they didn't mean that. Oh, oh, I should care for them. Oh, I should. Oh, no, fuck. Uh. <laughs> All right. What are the facts? Show it. The facts are the facts. I can't keep the facts away. Can't the words keep, of Sebastian. The words of Sebastian make I can't keep the facts away, okay? If a nigga ain't shit, he just ain't shit. There's, no, there's not enough fluff and therapy sometimes to make a person who's not a good person a good person. So whoever's listening to this today, women, I highly encourage you to decipher the bullshit from shit that you deserve, your pleasure, prioritize people you want to be around, and cut the shit with the people who are full of shit. Right. And fluff doesn't mean that you can't be gentle with your delivery. It just means that you're direct and you know what ultimately you're asking for and what you want. And that leads me to today's affirmation. Today's affirmation is my sexual pleasure is a motherfucking priority. My My sexual pleasure is a motherfucking priority. And I say this because I think that as women and even men, we avoid uncomfortable conversations because they're uncomfortable and we'd rather just push everything down and not prioritize our sexual pleasure. And then it starts to seep into so many other areas of our lives. Like for me, I know I've I've met women like I have a friend who is married and she told me that she decided long ago that she knew that her sex life with her husband wasn't good and that that was okay and she married him anyway. Ooh. And that like she knew in her early 20s she had a lot of wild sex and had an amazing sex and she was good with that. She was good with the fact that she had already like she'd experienced everything she needed and this man provided a sense of stability that superseded her needs sexually. And she was really good with that. And I checked in with her recently. She's not so good. She's not so good because guess what, guys? Sex fucking matters. It just does. We are sexual humans. Like, it doesn't have to be maybe number one all the time. I think, you know, our hierarchy of, like, where sex lies in our relationships change all the time. But it always is there. I mean, I don't know what it's like to be, you know, 70 or 80 years old where, like, maybe sex really isn't a priority anymore. And how maybe it goes all the way to the bottom of the list or just disappears altogether. But... I don't know. There's still a level of intimacy still that would exist in your relationship, whether you're having sex or not. So I, I mean, I'd argue that it's, it still probably is a priority. It's definitely a priority. And because it's a priority that brings us to today's topic, which is five ways to tell your partner what they're doing wrong (laughs) in the bedroom, in the bedroom. Um, I think that women especially have a hard time communicating this because, well, niggas are sensitive and they don't want to hear that they're not the best lover you've ever had. But nine times out of 10, they're not because the nigga who had the best dick was toxic as fuck. (sighs) You can't probably, you're probably not going to marry. Oh God, I'm not going to say this. Stop saying that. I'm not going to say it. You've said it a lot. I'm going to not say it because I don't want that to be true. I need it to be true. This best sex of my life is going to be my husband. Amen. Okay, that's it. That's my fucking that's, affirmation. That's your- <laughs> the best sex of my life will be my husband. Boom. 
<laughs> and so it is. And so it is. We have a lot of friends and we've had, we have a lot of girlfriends. We talk a lot of shit. We talk about all of the things, you know, if you're a man and you think your wife or your girlfriend is not talking about whether your D game is good, hopefully she is talking about it. Cause if it's good, she's telling a friend, but if it's terrible, she's probably also telling a friend. <laughs> So true. So you ha- you're not safe. You're not safe. You're not safe. Just accept it. You are not safe. So stop hiding. So all the men who listen to our show, I really hope that you under like you of all people, please listen to this list because the problem is is that men are not listening to the list. They run from the list. They don't want to hear what they're not doing right because they've already decided they're the bomb. But listen, if you want to get better, or or it worked on one woman, so it must work on all women. That's where they really fuck up. All women are not the same. We all need different shit. We all have different vaginas. They're set up differently. (laughs) I just just had a vision of like someone setting up like like a computer or something like your downloads go over here. Transferred files here. My desktop is actually the bottom and (laughs) (laughs) my mouse is up here. Okay. Erica's doesn't have a mouse. It's touch screen. <laughs> I love that analogy. It's true though. It's true. And I think I think I think this goes for women too. I think that, you know, I think women also aren't so great at taking criticism of their own sexual because as women we're told that like, you know, we run the show. We make or that our value is in our sexual pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, men are almost taught, like, just show up and nut and you're doing a good job. Women are like, you got to keep your man. You got to do those tricks, bitch. Or someone's going to take your man. And you're like, okay. <laughs> do the tricks. Okay. Swallow will come, right? <laughs> Jacket. With suck the it. Shut the hair. Look sexy. Look over your writing. Like, look beautiful. <laughs> ben, ben, arch the back. Arch the back. Arch the back. Like, we can't even enjoy sex. We're too busy looking sexy. The fuck? Arch the back. Mel, huh? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay. Call him daddy. Don't call him daddy. He doesn't like to be called daddy. Oh, <laughs> Don't do this position. Your boobs look like little udders. <laughs> Sit up. Go down. Fuck. Be skinny. Be fat. Be sick. If you're not thick, it's not going to be good. Throw it back. God damn. Spank yourself. Don't spank him. Spank him. <laughs> I'm joking. <coughs> wow. Literally saw the faces of like 20 lovers right now right <laughs> i was like he liked that he didn't like that he liked that he didn't like, that. like oh he said he said right oh my god wow focus on the head focus on the balls he doesn't like his dick sucked <laughs> <laughs> don't touch his asshole <laughs> touch his asshole <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's true wow you know i'll be honest once a nigga told me I gave what did he say high high on the mediocre scale of head I was offended but also not really I, I thought I was putting in effort I guess I didn't put in that much effort that day did it make you feel insecure did you argue with him a little bit at first I was like what the fuck are you talking about None, no niggas ever complained about see but you did because you did exactly what we just said men do I know but you know what it's true I did do that I don't, maybe my head's not the best. <laughs> well, did you just think he was just trying to make you feel bad? He has a very thick penis. My mouth is probably stuffed. I don't know. I just, <laughs> I gotta, gotta do more mouth stretches that day. I, I, I didn't believe him. I How still big does your mouth go? Let me see. Who has a bigger mouth, guys? <laughs> who has a longer, wait, who has a longer tongue? <laughs> David's like, what the fuck? May said me. I have the longer tongue. 
Does that mean it's better for some reason? No, I don't know. I just, does, I just, does longer tongue I just not have a long head? tongue, so I would need to beat you on something. I think longer tongue just makes better like photo ops for head innuendos. I don't know if that actually like is an accurate. Cardi B has a very long tongue. You know, like people have very oh. long, aggressive tongues. You can't help but think of like a lot of dick sucking immediately. Like, like you kiss? see it, and you're like, whoa! Like you immediately picture a dick in their mouth. You know what it is? We all have teeth. The teeth is just like if you have a really thick dick and I have teeth. What the fuck do you want from me, Jesus what Christ? What happens when you get like all these people are getting these big ass teeth? And then oh. they have to adjust their mouth to head giving. You know Isn't what? like a process? It has to be. I, I got in a car accident. I got a cut in my mouth. It affected my head giving for months. <laughs> it did. You get a whole set of new teeth. I don't. Uh, wow. I'm never getting veneers. If I'm already on the high, the high scale of mediocre, I can't. <laughs> you know, what? I'm, I'm going to have to try that again. I'm going to my competitiveness. Yeah, but you know what we did? You know what we did? We went and took sexual essentials class and we we tapped into our education i think that more people need to do that i think it's true i think and it's okay like don't you want to be better i do i do too but some people are just are just scared they're scared and lazy frankly they're just uh, honestly lazy. he i this person told me this like last year i refuse i don't know if i ever said it in the podcast i refuse i was like you are not gonna label me i'm not gonna publicly label myself high on the mediocre <laughs> not publicly <laughs> Whatever. Well, I guess it is public now. You uh, just made it public news. Good. Less niggas trying to uh, put their Breaking dick news. In. Jamila is mediocre at giving head. I, I'm fine. You didn't with... know. Now you know. I'm not mediocre. That nigga's confused. However, maybe they'll help. Don't put it in my mouth. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Don't try and... Don't try and... Has anyone ever smacked you with a penis on your cheek? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it. It's kind of funny. I, I like, like it. it. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> only if it's like a heavy one but that's the sub in me i like I i'm like a, i'm such a fucking sub i'm i'm a sub i'm in a relationship that i'm the sub and i'm like this is sick <laughs> i should not like it here so much why i don't know because i'm just such a little sub <laughs> anyway anyway sorry okay. so what's number what's the number one on this list okay number one on this list is prioritize your pleasure in all things and express it so you don't just show up one day saying, hey, you're not eating my pussy, right? Or enough. Let me show you what to do. You need to practice having that conversation. And how do you practice? Hey, this water was has ice in it. I don't really like ice in my water. Can you fix it? You know, like, no, I can't do that today because it doesn't make me feel good. Not like, oh, okay, I'll do it because you want me to. No, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, yeah, I totally agree with this, <clears throat> with this because I think if you can't exercise practicing, you know, what your needs are in your everyday life, this conversation is going to go really bad. It's going to go fucking bad. It's going to be uncomfortable. Baby steps are asking for ice in your water versus you suck at licking my pussy. I, I remember, like. I have a hard time. Like I'll, I eat a lot. I would like leave the last slice of pizza for my baby daddy. Like I will let you eat the last, but like it's my baby. Like I must starve so you can eat. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? No, nigga, I want that wing. <laughs> you know, in fact, I'm the woman. Give me everything last. <laughs> Give me the last of everything, including your money. <laughs> But it's shit like that. It's the little things. And you have to notice that you're even doing it. Because I would do it so often, I didn't even really realize that I was like like starving my that wasn't starving but just like starving my own needs to accommodate somebody else's because it just seemed like the nice thing to do right it made you look like the better person it made you feel like the better person even though you were starving yeah 
<laughs> I was starving. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just think you have to even saying no, you know, not with your friends, with whoever. Like it's just I notice when people are good at it because I'm not good at it because there's so many things that I do. I, my dad's that way, though. If we can do it, we'll do it. If I can swing it, I'm going to, I'm going to, and I, it's, there's a difference. Like I'm the type of person, if you really need me and I, I, I can do it. If maybe make, maybe it makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe it changes my schedule a little bit. I'm going to, if I know it's something you really need of me, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it work. Even if it does get on my nerves a little bit, but like, it's just really deciphering when it's really going to fuck up your whole schedule. Just like, um, Sandra said on personality type that last month, she did this whole fucking crazy trip to accommodate her husband and her husband never asked her to do that. Right. So it's just about like expressing your needs in life in general. Amen. And that's even asking for help. You know, if it may, even if it does make someone else's day a little bit altered, Hey, I really need you. Can you please do this for me? I think people don't express that enough. And if you don't, if your partner is not used to even hearing you prioritize yourself, then they'll be like, then this conversation is going to be a a shocker you know i agree that's great advice my love thanks i really like that you're smart thanks write it down maybe i'll make a quote (laughs) um two another thing before you start um going into what they're not doing good enough practice telling them what they do good good yeah like I have a hard time with that too. I I talk a lot. I don't know how I talk this much and I'm still <laughs> not good at expressing my feelings. I'll think great things about people and I won't say them. And it's just like getting comfortable saying, you know why? Cause I didn't get a lot of affirmations from my parents growing up. Even now I talk to my dad. I'm like, can you please stop talking shit to me for once in five minutes? Jesus fucking Christ. Like, all you do is criticize me. Um, but like I wasn't used to that. So a, sometimes it makes me uncomfortable when other people do that a lot to other people mm. and I'm not good at expressing affirmations like oh my god that you did a really good job doing that or I really appreciate that and I, wow I really love you because blah 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 mm-hmm. <clears throat> even start practicing those things too practice those things with your friends practice those things with your lover they will appreciate you can only that's you can't go wrong with that the craziest thing is I love verbal affirmations I love them like receiving them I do mm-hmm. tell me I'm great <laughs> but like I forget to 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 give it because it's not that comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. So I have to like remember, even with my kid, you know, like I have to remember, like, oh my god, you did do a great job. I'm like, oh, that 450s cartwheel was amazing. It was beautiful, baby. You're gonna be a fucking gymnastics superstar. <laughs> <laughs> Just like getting comfortable pumping someone up, because so when you do give them constructive criticism, they're not like, damn, you didn't say anything good about me this week. But this is what you have to talk about, right? No, that's so true. I think like being able to do that will hopefully too like be a practice of them doing it for you too. Like it's just it's overall going to help build your intimacy before you actually go into the act of intimacy. You know, I mean, because that even that's intimate is expressing affirmations to your partner and stuff. Like I think that you help. It's kind of almost like foreplay. It is. I, when I when I got someone who was like, I'm so grateful for you. Like, I'm so grateful for you. I pray for you. And like, I'm like, is this manipulation? I love it. Because you, you might even you might even be surprised how you might not even have to have the conversation of like, hey, you're not really eating my pussy good because you've done so much affirming before that, that now they're ready to then now they really want to know how they can please you. You know what I mean? Like they might just show up for you and things might just switch over just from like simple things 
that you can say to them and do for them. It, it kind of is like <clears throat> pouring fuel on your own relationship, you know, like firing it up. Like you're giving what you want back. And like, cause even when I have, when I have a partner that's like that, then it kind of reminds me to also be that way, you know, or if I'm around Eric and I hear her giving affirmations to Irie all the time, it reminds me, Oh, like you need to also do this. Like there are things that you can kind of like sprinkle into your relationship by reverse psychology. <laughs> true it's all manipulation <laughs> is, is, oh i'm too high don't say it. it's like is life all a manipulation it's all about manipulation is it, is, is it a game but play not? it they get to call it the game of life uh, <laughs> but i don't want to play games i'm an adult <laughs> you kind of like to play games shut up <laughs> not you trying to call me out on the podcast bitch you love a game <laughs> a little bit just Fun. a little bit <laughs> what so, do you mean by that there's nothing wrong with that you getting sensitive? No. I'm just trying to evaluate in my mind if I love a game. I think we all do. I like to win. It's not about winning. I think it's like, I think we all like, if everything was just laid out perfectly and beautifully, it would be fucking boring. True. Do you know what I mean? Like, you like a little game. You're trying to solve someone and figure someone out. I do too in some in ways. It's just all different. I know. I say I don't. I'm like, just tell me who you are, but also don't. Because I'll probably get bored really easy. You will. You do. <laughs> you did. Shut up. What was his name? Bay. What's the Bay? What's that? Adventure Bay? Adventure Bay, yeah. Him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. He really laid it out and it was boring. It was uh, boring. It was. I get it. It was boring. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, re- <laughs> I remember him asking me in the, be- the beginning of the relationship, do you get bored easily? And in my head, I was like, damn, do I? I was like, no, no. I just, people are not satisfying. <laughs> So, you know, we're from L.A., we go to cannabis stores, we buy the weed. It's way too strong. I have been getting way too high off weed. Have you? Yeah, especially in public. It's just like there's there's such thing as being too damn high. I know, and that's why Dadgrass is my new shit. Dadgrass has 100% organic pre-rolled joints that are very low in THC and high in CBD, so I can finally enjoy the effects of CBD while having a clear mind and not feeling stupid high. All Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over and ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. And their packaging is so cute. Have you seen their packaging? It's so sleek when it comes out of my purse. They also have mom grass. They have CBD. Which is the mother of all cannabinoids, and I really like that product too. And right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners twenty percent off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com/gmbc. Go to dadgrass.com/gmbc for twenty percent off your first order. That's dadgrass.com/gmbc. Enjoy. Do you remember when I used to use a back massager that used to be plugged into the wall? As a vibrator? Yeah. How could I forget? Because it was so 1989. I was shocked. (laughs) Who is plugging your vibrator into the wall? Me. But that's because I, we didn't have the podcast yet and I didn't have access to all these new, updated, amazing vibrating devices. That's why I'm so excited I found Satisfier. Satisfier makes beautiful, sleek, modern vibrators. They even have air pull stimulators with cutting edge technology 
and they're affordable. That's the most important thing because sometimes these sexual wellness brands, they be tripping. Their new line of products is Bluetooth enabled and it pairs Satisfier to the Satisfier Connect app. So you can then be vibrated by your phone, by yourself or anyone else in the world. That's amazing. Wow, have you come a long way since your vibrator in the wall that wasn't a vibrator. So my newest favorite toy is the Sexy Secret Panty Vibe. And I used it with my friend the other night at dinner and it was sexy. He was controlling the sexy vibe from the other side of the table and girl. Oh my God. I've always wanted to do that. I can't wait to try it. And guess what guys? Satisfyer is offering our lucky listeners 30% off any Satisfyer when you go to Satisfyer.com and enter promo code GMBC30. That's S-A-T-I-S-F-Y-E-R.com. But now that, but that was a relationship where I started empowered. I started saying, I'm not really, I, f- I feel like we're not having sex enough. <coughs> I'm not really sexually satisfied. I started the relationship there, trying to be, like, being honest. And um, he did step up his game. He did really try harder. And you know what? Shout out to Adventure Bay, because I'm sure he's somewhere rocking another bitch's world because <laughs> of my advice. Um, because he wasn't very sexually driven and he hadn't had those conversations, but I remember starting there. But even if you're already in a relationship and you haven't started there, it's never too late. To no, start. it's not. It's not. I feel like you can still, people have the ability, especially when it's met with like p- affirmations and positivity, like to open up, you have to create a space of safety for those conversations. I feel like to go well, cause I've been on the other end of them not going well and it's not great. <laughs> Niggas are sensitive. Okay. Bitches are sensitive too. Um, Number three. Uh, When you are about to hurl out some advice about where they could up their pleasure, expect they're going to have some feedback for you. (laughs) So be sure that you've prepared yourself for the feedback. If someone tells you you get mediocre high end on the mediocre scale, just take it. (laughs) Um. And also, even before then, maybe ask what what you could be doing better. Is there something I'm not doing? Where's your spot? What's your favorite thing that you like that I do to you? Having sexy conversations is a good way to open that conversation. But like you said, like I think be open to someone having an opinion about you, being able to decipher whether it's an emotional response or if it is actually true because there's a difference. Which is, you know, I feel like it could be hard to kind of decipher. You know what? I think overall, this is not easy. I think women haven't really been empowered in this space. We haven't been taught that, like, to prioritize our pleasure. We're not taught that early on. And honestly, I'm realizing as I get fucking almost 34 that I now I feel more empowered. But before I did it and I would just take sex, just take it how it was given to me and keep doing it. Just take it. You know, and sometimes it was good. Most of the time it was not. But like that person always got off. I was probably not orgasming like 80 to 90 percent of the time I was having sex and I was having a lot of sex. And this is just in my lifetime being young and dumb and just fucking. But like now I just think even for women who are listeners who are younger, these get comfortable having these uncomfortable conversations because you kind of like cut through the weeds quickly. If people are not, if you're not open to having the conversation, like, what are we doing here? Because this is sex is for you, too. And also short life is short. Have the best sex you can have while you're here. <laughs> have these conversations. young. If you're 23 listening to do it now, don't wait till you're 34 to no. feel comfortable. With this shit. Oh, my God. Please, God. And what, how, how, yes, please, <laughs> please. 
Yeah. Um, the other day I was having sex with someone. <laughs> it was great sex. And he finished and I did it. And he came and I like wiped it off and I put it back inside me. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I was like, actually, I did let me ride you. I, I didn't come. And I was like, that, that probably was the, my first time ever saying that to anyone. I didn't come. Mm. Hold on. I've ne- and I was like, I can't believe it's my first time ever saying this. This is crazy. Most women have never said that. I've, ne- I d- I've never said that. The um, amount of times I've said I have. Wow. Well, did you come? Yeah. 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 And you're like annoyed. Mm. No, I was like. Or and not I- even annoyed. Just. This is how it goes. This is, this is life. This is how. This is life. This, this is how it goes. Did I come? Well, I guess I, I guess I time. did. Next but, time. But you get to every time, right? Or, or that's what says it's done. So yeah, that was like a, a moment for me. I was like, actually, turn over. <laughs> Hold up. As a matter of fact, <laughs> sh- shut up too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> get into it. I know you came. Get into it. <laughs> So I can get prioritize there. my sexual pleasure, <laughs> motherfucker. But you know, I, part of me, I know that that person, my pleasure is a priority. I know that. So it made it easy for me to, to do, say that, to say that because mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't going to be like a thing, you know? So I'm just, yeah, please God, if you're anywhere and you're under the age of 30 or whatever fucking age you're at, just start. And it's not going to be, and even that person for a minute, we were having sex and he wasn't eating my pussy. And I was like, that's one thing I'm, I'm going to say. I don't give a fuck. Like, that's one thing. I'm like, so I haven't noticed you. I've noticed you haven't eaten my pussy. Are you like, do you not eating pussies or? <laughs> not pussies, is your, is your mouth closed for the week? I just, what's usually your time period around the pussy eating? <laughs> I heard some of your rap songs. I heard a lot of pussy in it. So I just want to know. So my pussy, or like he was telling a story about eating someone's pussy. I'm like, that's so funny. You ate her pussy. <laughs> Anyway, it was a lot of me hinting and him like not saying much. And then like one time I was sending him something and I wrote on a piece. It was nothing else in the box. <laughs> I like sent some pre-rolls and I was like, if you don't eat my pussy soon, it's over. <laughs> Put it on the top. Love, Mila. <laughs> Sends it off. <laughs> Guess what? I got my pussy eaten. But like I was willing to be vocal about it where, you know, sometimes us as women, we're like, oh, no, you're the bomb. It was so good. Ah, mm, daddy. Letters could be good, too. That's a good tool. I feel like it's a sexy tool, a sexy good tool to, yeah. like, write your lover some love letters and then casually. maybe even casually write out exactly the experience you need to have. <laughs> right. I you know really, I mean? uh, Yeah. I had a fantasy today. And mm-hmm. um, number four, which rolls right into number four, I think sometimes it's better to do it during sex. Mm-hmm. Do it while you're doing getting the job done. Well, because you can marry all the things you've been working on, the empowerment, the communication, you know, that your partner being open to just and excited to please you. And you can be like, oh my and God. you being able to give him a reward for your pleasure. Because at the end of the day, let's be honest, that's what they want. And that's what we want. We all want to be rewarded. We all want to have a good experience. We all want to have great sex. We and, do. Yeah, it's just... How do you make that happen? And also, like, read the room. You know your audience. Know who you're giving. Like, do they not take constructive criticism very well? Should you, like, 
be a little more gentle with them. Maybe during the in the bedroom isn't good for your person, but like know how to read the room. How do they take constructive criticism in other areas? You know, like you do, you got to like finesse your man to take taking out the trash every day. Like, oh my god, the house is so clean. I love that you did that. Also, you know, like without them, you know, you know how to do things to get what you want in a way that's not going to trigger them. Apply that shit. Yeah. Because eventually you're going to be passive aggressive and it's not going to go well. That's not what's going to work. I mean, if you don't say shit, you're just going to be so annoyed and then you're going to break up. Because <laughs> you haven't really expressed what the fuck you need. Yeah. And I think a lot of relationships, like relationships that were destined to be, this was something that really was something that could have easily been fixed or solved in the relationship. But it was just such an uncomfortable conversation. It was avoided. It just and, was never had. Yeah. And like I, f- I think that a lot of relationships end that maybe shouldn't have if they could only just feel less shame around expressing their needs and their pleasures and learning one another. I mean, we're spending, if you're going to be in a relationship, you're spending so much time with someone, you're going to decide to build a life with someone, have a baby, share bank accounts, you know, like have unprotected sex all the time. Like we should be able to have this one conversation. Well, actually it's not one. It's probably an ongoing conversation about pleasure because that's what this life is about. It's about pleasure. It's about joy. It's about connection. We are built for connection. Humans are built for connection. It's like, let's flex all these tools we have then, you know? And and do it all the ways, different ways. Satisfy each other in every single possible way, in every single place possible. Yeah. But you got to have a conversation. Which brings us to number five. Mm. I love number five. Five. You got to really listen to number five. It's really important. If you vocalize, if you go through these steps and you vocalize your needs for pleasure and your needs in the bedroom in general. Wait, okay. Before we get to number five, I want to say one thing. If you have just regular issues in the relationship and then you're looking to find pleasure in the bedroom, you got to first fix the regular issues in the relationship. You, If you have some real fucking issues you guys just don't get along there are things that sex is not gonna fix it nothing will fix it i've had the best sex of my life but we couldn't get along and it started to make the best sex the worst sex of my life and like having issues in the relationship that are not resolved will do that anyway (laughs) back to number five number five very important number five is if you practice all of these tools and all these steps of empowerment and using your voice or letter during sex, not during sex, and your partner doesn't want to receive what you're saying and is not receptive, does not try to implement any of these things to prioritize your pleasure, leave them. <laughs> it's time to go, honey. It's time to go. Your pleasure is important. It really is. And it starts to bleed. And you it's already bled. It's already bleeding into your relationship. And yeah, because you're annoyed because you haven't really come. <laughs> Everybody knows angry people haven't had a really good fucking. They haven't got <laughs> fucked lately. Everybody knows that. The bitch at the post office, the DMV, the mom who just tried to fight us at soccer. They haven't gotten any good D. None. Or P. Mm. <laughs> And so it's just going to bleed into every single thing else. You have to, if sex is important to you and not important to your partner, it's not your partner. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, that concludes our list on how to talk or break up with your partner. (laughs) No, we advocate for communication first. 
They don't listen. Break up second. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I loved this episode. This was fun. I did, too. I mean, it's always important to talk about prioritizing your pleasure and then realizing how far you've come and, like, how good it feels, you know, just to – even if it's a little bit here, one relationship here, even though I did cheat on that Adventure Bay, <laughs> he didn't listen. I should have broke up with him first, but I needed to use my communication on that part, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not satisfied, and mm-hmm. and I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not I'm not satisfied, and we'll work on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Thank you guys for coming to our TED Talk. (laughs) Please rate and review this episode. Leave us a rate and review. It's very important in the podcast world. Yeah, go on Apple Podcasts and leave that review. Make sure you go check out our Patreon. We have a lot of extra content there. Blog posts. Our community on Slack where we have hundreds of moms there talking, sharing, talking shit, sharing horries. Actually, I have a horry. Should I read one really quickly? Yeah. Are we okay? Yeah. I have a hoary from the Slack, actually. Here is this hoary. It's horror story time. My favorite time. Horries feel so appropriate for October. It feels witchy. Sex is witchy. Sex is witchy. (laughs) Sex spells. (laughs) Okay. Uh, 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 Horror stories. The booty scrunch guy from the top of the summer asked me if I would be down for a threesome. If you're in the Slack group, then you know who the booty scrunch guy is. I said sure, seeing that we had one before in college, but I never ate any pussy. This time, I was ready to try it. He showed me the girl and their videos. This guy is so corny, but I was still down for the experience. She had never been with a woman. Her and I started talking without him, and she's thick as fuck, just how I imagined I'd like women. LOL. I told her we should hang out and that I couldn't wait to eat her pussy. So this Saturday, we went on a little date. I was so high off shrooms, I was ready for whatever. We met at the Atlanta Beltline. We went to a brewery, and then we went to the skate park, and I laid on the grass. I could tell she wanted me to dominate her, but I'm not necessarily a dominator. So we laid on a blanket and looked at the sky. She smoked weed. I'm on a detox, so I took one puff and passed. We decided to call Buddy. I wanted to get a hotel room. She was opening up her legs and stuff, and I was like, okay, time to go. I called him and told him he needed to send at least $100 to get a hotel for us. He lives in New Orleans, by the way. After some persuasion, he decided to send it. He's cheap as fuck. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But we told him he could watch us. Fast forward, we get to the hotel. It had a jacuzzi, so we hop in the shower because I'd been out all day high on shrooms roaming through nature. I started to rub her ass with soap. Her ass was so soft. I could tell she was nervous but was ready for me to dominate, so I pulled her in and we started making out, going crazy. Titty sucking, neck licking, etc. Then I decided to eat it. I would like to say that I'm a fucking natural. (laughs) Oh, wait, this is our first time? (laughs) Yes. Oh, shit. (laughs) We were taking turns eating each other out in the shower. I'm a natural. She's a fucking natural, you hear me? Same. I think I'm a natural. I'm too, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, just, oh, I gotta do this. Wow. Don't bitches think they're natural. (laughs) (laughs) We're all naturals. We're all great at everything. (laughs) Not you, though. You need to work on All you men listen to this list. (laughs) We're perfect. Okay. Jamila's not mediocre. (laughs) How dare you talk about my friend like this? We got out and said, do we want to call this nigga? I finally decided yes. So we propped the phone up on the outside of the jacuzzi and she bent over and ate 
over the edge of the jacuzzi and I started eating everything. Ass and pussy. He watched and I told him I wanted him to come. So he started massaging his dick as I went down. Mm. Sounds great. Wow, this is like a three-way virtual. (laughs) I could feel her come all over my face and it was very satisfying. Wet, warm, and sticky. Me, however, I'm not easy to please. She didn't know what she was doing. Fuck. Uh, Fuck. I understand because I don't know how I knew. (laughs) (laughs) So rational. True. True. Just a natural. Um, I was just eating like how I wanted my pussy to be eaten. Duh. I can't fake it, so I was looking that old dude jack off. We got out of the jacuzzi and took it to bed. We 69, and I started going even harder with the pussy eating. But then I suddenly decided, hmm, I don't like women. <laughs> I don't like women like that. I love eating pussy, though. Even, oh, my God. I had the same fucking realization. Really? Yes. You like eating pussy, but you don't like women? I think that means you, you just don't like them, you don't like them romantically. Because it's no use to me after that. Like, I can't... I need a dick. Well, it's like, like an appetizer. But you that's a, why. But I know I'm good at eating pussy and I like pleasing. But then after that and after our pussies are eaten, then what? After we've the eaten all the pussy, pussies, who then wears what? the dick? Yeah. Even with the strap on. No. <laughs> you don't give the strap on. But you know what I have? Part. I need to give it another. I need Try, to give it another yeah. one. Need to Go get a smaller one. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Even though nothing's like a real pulsing, warm, warm fleshy dick. No, no. There's nothing like it. No. Okay. okay. So I don't like women like that i love eating pussy though eventually i got tired i knew i wasn't coming so i made sure she did again and again wow you're a g even after you discovered you don't like women yeah (laughs) she wanted to cuddle and uh, i did not emoji face the one that looks like you got punched in the face (laughs) i was just having fun (laughs) the next day the guy sent us a recording of us and i was pissed I felt so violated because I didn't consent to him doing that. And he swears I did. What? Niggas be lying. Niggas be lying. I asked him to delete it and he was pissed. What? How you gonna be pissed? I told him that he's not loyal to me. So why would I allow him to record it? He demanded his money back. (laughs) (laughs) Not the nigga wanting a refund for $100. The fuck? You got all this in real time, nigga. And I have to trust that you actually deleted it? (laughs) And I told him, absolutely the fuck not. You got to watch, and I have no idea if you deleted the video. So we're both going to have to charge it to the game. <laughs> he now has me blocked on IG. So no more threesomes with that cheap-ass nigga. Cheap. No but I'll be seeing her again, LOL. <laughs> First of all, you know. Oh, my God. That was a good one. Mm. He is very cheap. Would, do you like to cuddle after? Like, Would you cuddle after a threesome? Or would you cuddle just a girl? Would I cuddle? Uh-huh. I have cuddled. I like to cuddle. But you know what? The next day now, like, we're friends. <laughs> I don't, like, we're not girlfriends. The, I cuddled. I cuddled. It was cool. I mean, it's not this, it's not like the, it's not like a cuddle with a man. It's not like I want to, like, be there and spend the night all night. It's like, <laughs> I want to cuddle. I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> and use, and, and find a penis. And that's kind of when I realized I don't really, I don't know. I'm not, like. I'm not really into women. Oh, someone said, so what coochie eating techniques did you use, friend? And good job for your first time, champ. (laughs) And there's seven replies. Wow. A lot of people are, oh, oh, I took tips from Taste Vita IG. (laughs) Main thing is finding the clit and beginning gentle but passionate. Okay. I'm so glad you guys are are, are tapping into (laughs) our resources. (laughs) Taste taste Vita. Okay. I feel like you have to. Oh, we have one of our fellow 
lesbian moms replied, and she has some advice. Use lots of lips as well as tongue and apply good amounts of pressure. Circles. Always remember circles. I would say just do it like like you're kissing. Yeah. Kiss and suck. The end. (sighs) Anyway. (laughs) You know, every week you guys come here and get so much education. You're welcome. We're so smart. (laughs) Just had to pat myself on the back. Positive affirmation. You're so smart. Thank you. You're, You're so smart. Um, because we're so smart, don't forget to rate and review this episode. <laughs> and if you haven't already, check us out on IG. We're kind of cute, y'all. <laughs> uh, good moms underscore bad choices. I know. We saw someone at a party and they're like, you know, I listened to you, but I didn't really know what you look like. But I knew it was you guys. I'm like, huh. <laughs> We do have, we like radio. You know, you, sometimes you can listen to someone your whole life, like, what the fuck did I look like? When I saw Howard Stern when I got older, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was always so like. I was int- still attracted. I was into Howard Stern. Oh my God, I fucking loved him. Uh, my I dad's just, a huge Howard Stern fan, so I was mandated to be. No, but I mean, like, I was sexually attracted to Howard Stern. That's gross. Okay, well. What? You don't even like white men? He looks like he has a big dick. I don't know. There's something about him. Oh, okay. Of all the white men you could love? Yeah, he kind of has that swag. He's just about it, about it. He is about it, about it. But I don't want to. And, and he's just like, well, like sit back and just watch it, and just he's just he's like a dirty, like a, a like a dirty drug, alcohol night. <laughs> yeah, he could be my husband. Okay, I don't know about that. Look at him. I'm like, look at him. Look at those curls. <laughs> look at those fucking curls. Ooh, you know what it is? Is Adam's apple sexy? Okay, I like his Adam's apple. We're ending this episode. Okay. He has I'm a sexy ass Adam's up. apple. Okay. Ew. Anyway, oh, we love you. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. Good mom underscore bad girl. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Solo puedo recordar la luz en la calle de las estrellas como bailamos en la gran ciudad.